You're listening to Our Two Cents with the team from SGL Financial, building wealth for life. Steve Lewitt is the president of SGL Financial and Gabriel Lewitt is the CEO. They're here to discuss all the latest in financial news, trends, strategies, and more. Hey, everybody. Good morning. This is Gabriel here and Stephen Lewitt with our two cents. How are you? Uh, my two cents is good. Your two cents is good. My two cents is good. And I hope everybody else's two cents is good. Yeah, but you know, you know, when you say how are you, everyone just says good, but then they don't answer the real question. How are you? Like, how are you actually doing? You know, I'm, do I'm really doing good. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm, I'm really good, but really good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> how are you? You know, I'm I'm actually uh, I'm I'm pretty excited that it's consistently warm. Yep. You know, so I've been kind of waiting for summer. I'm a summer guy. Yep. For those of you out there that don't know that about me, I don't like cold weather, and I live my entire life in cold weather climates, which is odd. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very good. I'm excited. Uh, we've got. Uh, my birthday's this weekend. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, the big, uh, what am I turning? 65, I think? No, you're not. By, by the way. <laughs> I look great for my age. That's, you look great for your age. I was kidding. <laughs> uh, I was going to say before we get back to your birthday that most people coming into our office seem happier to me. Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, a lot. I've had some people just happy that they're uh, they're able to go places without a mask now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That's a little different. That's a little new. I I think it's kind of nice as well. It's starting to feel like life is getting back to normal yeah. a little bit. I hope everybody feels that way because it feels that way. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's that's positive. Yeah. I think uh I don't even remember how old I'm turning this year. I actually literally forgot how old I was this year. So <laughs> I could guess, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, is this uh you know, life is kind of a blur when you've got a five-year-old, four-year-old, and a one-year-old just kind of yes. all blends together. Yes, it does. And a and a busy bus busy business. Yes, it so, is. Yes, it. But can. anyways, yeah. Hopefully, you're out there. You you're doing great as well. Um, you know, I really I really hope so. Sometimes I talk to people and they're I'm like, yeah, I'm having an okay day, and I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> like, but so yeah, hopefully you're having a great day out there too. <laughs> Somebody asked me how how you doing today. I said, well, better than yesterday. They said, what? What was the problem yesterday? I said there was no problem. I'm just doing better today. <laughs> what was your What was your old line you used to use at a seminar? Like at least you're vertical. Yeah, <laughs> so, breathing in vertical. I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> Pos positive news, right? Positive news. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I know there are people listening to this that can relate to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Get, getting older stinks, man. Uh, well, actually, sometimes. Sometimes. sometimes, not always, not always. With age comes beauty and wisdom, right? Yep. You know, if, if uh, you're blessed with good health, and I wish that for everybody that's listening, old age is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, guys, we've got a good show for you today, whether you're laying down or standing up, you know, and you're sleeping to this or uh, resting on the couch. Or I who just knows hope what. they don't go to sleep while they're listening to this. <laughs> yes, that would be bad. Uh, we try to keep it interesting and fun. So we've got a good show for you today. We've got, um, we're going to talk a little bit about, the, the you know, financial code speak. What does that mean and what do people really mean and the importance of really clear communication with your advisor, you know, mm -hmm. someone that shoots it to you straight. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we're going to talk, uh, we mentioned this last week that we ran out of time, but some ways that you can keep your brain sharp as you get a little older. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it says, you know, after 50 on the, on some of the, on the article here that I'm quoting, but I think this is great for anybody 
you know, some of these are good for anybody regardless of their age. So, I saw you studying it this morning. Yes, is that gotta, because your birthday is yeah, coming up? Yeah, I got to keep my brain sharp, man. I got a lot of, a lot of things I got to do in a given day. You Actually, know? it's a pretty interesting article. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll round things out with a few other little tidbits and, you know, Cool. Stuff. Let's get, let's yeah. get going. Yeah. So, so code speak. What is it? You know, it's when somebody says one thing but really means another. Well, we're really talking about a financial advisor talking to you as a client. Right. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, guys, there's lots of um, lots of advisors out there, and unfortunately, they don't always say things uh, the way that, in our opinion, uh, they should, that- or they pump up things that really mean nothing or or tell partial of this and not of that yeah so so our goal here is to is to give just a little shed a little light on some of these common uh, phrases or sayings right so that if you hear them uh you can kind of if you're if your wall wasn't already up your wall maybe goes up a little more or should Mm -hmm. when you hear some of these things red flags red flags what does he really mean by that what does she really mean by that i love this first one here yeah. So, will you want to say it? Yeah, we've experienced a significant market correction this month. <laughs> that is code speak for. Oh well, it means uh, your portfolio lost money. Lost money, right? Uh, this month. Uh, so, so now, why does an advisor? You know, we'll, we're advisors, so we're trying not to shoot ourselves in the own foot here, but. We tend to be more straight with clients. We say, yeah, the market went down this month. And, and, and so did your account. You know, so your account did too, right? But uh, that's, the, you know, at least the way that we present it to clients, we're not trying to hide the fact that markets go up and down. In fact, we will tell you when you, before you start working with us, remember, John, uh, markets go up and down, right? So yeah, when the market so, goes and down. sometimes a lot. Yeah. And sometimes, so when the market does go down, don't call me in a panic saying, why did the market go down? Right. If you want to be out of the market and you don't want the market to go down, then let's look at options where that doesn't happen. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So so we try to, again, be very clear and, and concise and direct with our communication. But what with some advisors, they try to hide the fact that their portfolio, uh, you know, lost money. And in fact, it's kind of interesting. Um, a, 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 some, a, a quick example of this isn't even an advisor. It's custodian. You know, most major custodians don't show you your performance. They just report your value. Now, why do they do that, right? Well, they, they, they know that if they don't tell you that your portfolio lost 42% in a month or whatever the number is, you're less likely to calculate that exact percentage on your own and, and freak out about that. that. Yeah, you'll still see the value went down, but you, they leave it to the you to, right. to calculate the exact percentage. Yeah, so why do you think why do, why do you think? People don't just say, uh, advisors especially, you know, you, you lost money. I, is that like well, too I think harsh? Well, go- I think it goes back to uh, one, of the, one of the other code speaks that I've got here, which can kind of play into this. I actually wrote this down on my sheet. I, I didn't oh, accidentally okay. didn't write it on your sheet. Thank you. Uh, but it, this, I wrote it because I was thinking of it's a conversation I had just last week with the client who was saying they were talking to a, a different advisor when they were exploring other advisors before they came to us. And she said th- one thing that one guy said had really turned her off. And, uh, and, and she said that this guy had told her, oh, our investment philosophy is very simple. Uh, we buy low and we sell high. <laughs> it isn't. That's a simple <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> and she said she pretty much just turned off at that point and just started laughing in her head and just said, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Because, of course, I mean, what a, you know, so some advisors go out there and they really – Again, they're not so much advisors as they are investment guys. And so what they have to hang their hat on 
is great performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all they do, right? If they don't get you great performance, they don't have a big. There's you no know, reason to stay there. Yeah, so I think a lot of you know, advisors that really are just investment guys or gals really have to pump up how great they're going to be at performance. And when that performance isn't great, it doesn't look good on them. So that's why they'll start to say things like going back to where we started here. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just, oh, just a little correction. Yeah, I think, right? it's, I think it's disrespectful to Gabriel because it, it says that the person you're talking to can't handle the truth. Yeah. You know, it, it, and it's like. What's that, what's that big phrase from a, like a movie or something? You want the truth, you can't handle the truth. I don't. What, uh, what, you want the truth? <laughs> I don't know, Joe. What movie is that? I don't know. I, we, I digress. We Anyways, should do a trivia up. contest. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like when I don't know. I don't get it because uh, I I have really deep respect for all of our clients. I think they're amazing people that have accomplished. I mean, think of it. We our clients have gone through. 30, 40 years of saving and ups and downs and hard bad work. markets and hard work. And they've accumulated, you know, a bunch of money, some of it a little and some of it a lot. But whatever they got was nobody gave it to them for the yeah. most part. Yeah. And, and we, and we t- advisors talk to them like the babies. Or yeah. And another quick example, very similar to, you know, hey, we just experienced uh, a little correction this month is uh, it's a paper loss. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Just, that just really a, just irri- a paper loss. Irritates me. <laughs> I had a client that uh, back in March when the market collapsed thirty one percent in two weeks. So I said, "How do you feel about the market collapsing thirty one percent?" Well, I didn't lose anything. I said, "What do you mean you didn't lose anything? You lost thirty one percent." Oh no, no, that's just on paper. Yeah, I well, haven't sold yet. <laughs> yeah, but that's a loss. It's well, it, you're, if you were to pass away today and yeah. your kids sold it, it would be lower. If yeah. you uh, if you sold it today, it would be lower. So it is real. Your money is down. Whether or not you choose to sell it then is, of course, a different story. But uh, what that tries to do is really it, it kind of tries to minimize or the distort the the reality a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and so again, that's just a, something that we don't like to to see people. Um, I wish I wish advisors didn't say that, but some some many of them still do. I think the other part of that. Uh, I hope we're not spending too much time on this one. Gabriel, well, this is this is one of our go to uh, segments for yeah. today. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, but uh, I think another part of that is all of our clients have a plan, and in that plan, we build in markets going down thirty or forty percent. I mean, that's built into the yeah. plan. So. Yeah. But if you're a money manager, you don't have a plan, and and your funds are down 30 40%, <laughs> you've got to scramble to justify yeah. that. you got to yeah. tell a good story. Well, again, a lot of these guys shoot themselves in their own foot because they just pump up how great their performance is going to be in advance. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they do that, of course, folks. Why do they do that? They know that, that you're going to fall for it, right? If They know that you're going to come on board as a client when they promise you these outsized returns. Right. And a lot of their people, a lot of their people that invest with them, you know, say, oh, I'll take a flyer on that. That sounds like maybe it's too good to be true, but let's see if you you can, you know. Kind of like Bitcoin. Well, that's not a, that's not an investment. Right. But. That, right exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's the old thing. You know, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. So if you yep. live by performance. Have you... When when did people live by the sword? That was a long time ago. Or when when I was a samurai. You a samurai in back a previous in sa- in samurai a, days. Yeah, back <laughs> you know two thousand years ago. I uh, never lived by the sword. I still remember yeah. that. I lived by the uh, BB gun. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, what about, as a kid, yeah, a slingshot. slingshot. Actually, I had 
you know, you can't find them anymore. I guess maybe they, uh, or uh, maybe I haven't looked hard enough. But those little, as a kid, you know what I really liked? Let me think. I should. It's related to what we were, kind of related to what we were just talking about. Water guns. No. You loved it, water guns. I did like water guns. But the one I'm thinking of is it, it was a little wooden gun with a little metal lever. And, and they had these little cap, like gunpowder things that would like make a popping sound. Oh, yeah. I remember that. When you pulled the trigger. Yes. Because it yeah. popped this little like gunpowder yeah. pack or something. Cap guns. or what is that what it's called? A cap gun. Yeah. I don't, do, do they sell that anymore? They do? Yeah. Huh. Not like at, a, at stores? Oh, I've, so Joe, uh, producer Joe says they're at Walmart. I, I haven't seen one, but I remember I remember that as a kid. Yeah. Oh, what? You're uh, you're uh, pointing. I yeah. I want to get back. Oh, you want to get back to, the, to sorry. our topic? <laughs> All right, you pick the next one. You pick okay, the next one. Okay, this one I love. Our fee structure aligns with your interests. We do better when you do better. There are ads all over. The oh, TV that's that's on like that. Fisher's. That's main, Fisher's, that's Fisher's yeah. main thing. We, we do better, do better when, when you, you do, do better. better. Yeah. yeah, you do better. Well, you also make money when we lose money. Yeah, and folks, uh, big secret revealed, that's uh, all advisors that charge a fee do better when you do better and, and do a little worse when you do worse. But they're what they're trying to make it seem like is they don't do better when you're, you know, losing money, but they're still making money, you know. So it's not like uh, you're, you're not paying a fee. There are some very few, okay, advisors out there that charge performance-based fees where they only like some hedge funds, hedge do this. funds. you know they only take a certain percentage of what they make um so so that's but that's really unusual and those are super risky that's a whole topic for a different conversation but really when someone just tries to say hey we only do better when you do better that that's kind of again a misleading statement where they're trying to not talk about one thing and talk about another exactly look uh, you know investment Money managers are working whether the market's going up or going down. Mm -hmm. So they deserve, I think, to get paid even if the market is going down. They're still managing the money to support it and make sure there's money there for everybody. Right. Um, so again, this is adult to adult. You would just say, yeah, we get paid whether the market goes up or down because long term we're going to justify our fee. Yeah, and it also kind of implies that like there's something special they're doing to do better than they could have otherwise done because they make more when you make more. So like, it's going to be some special sauce. I mean, as opposed to, they should be trying to do better for you all the time. Right. <laughs> you know, so, uh, it's just one of those, one of those phrases that, uh, really doesn't mean a whole lot. It feels when good, but it. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't really mean a whole lot. Yeah, You pick the next one. All right. So speaking of things that don't mean a whole lot, there's a, uh, a running joke in our industry. If you aren't familiar with it, uh, called alphabet soup. Yeah. Okay, what is the alphabet soup? The alphabet soup is when you get an email from a financial guy and it's got about uh, 600 letters after his name. C-L-U-M-B-C-A-A-D-R-B-L-A-H-C-F-P-C-H-L-U-A-I-F. Right, all... And blah, blah, blah. You know, what these... Uh, what he's really saying, hopefully my many titles that I've listed in my in my credentials here impress you. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's like the guy that goes to uh, a doctor just graduating from school. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
practiced a little bit, but doesn't have much experience. But he has doctor after. Do you want to go to that doctor? Yeah, it's funny because guys. I mean, we know we know advise new advisors in this industry. We do a lot of networks. Well, we used to train. We used yeah, to we, train we, them. We did. I mean, and I knew guys that literally transitioned into this business from being a like a, a mortgage guy. Okay, or being a health health insurance. I mean, literally, not didn't knew a stitch about financial planning, and within a weekend could go and get some alphabet soup uh, behind their name. You know, just a couple weekend courses, pay a couple fees, and voila, you're a you're an RFCCTTPSA. Well, the big one is CFP. Everyone thinks the CFP means that you really know what you're doing. Yeah, uh, and you got to understand that these these uh, degrees. I have a master's degree in economics. It doesn't mean I know. A lot about economics. It means <laughs> I was a good student. Yeah, you know, same with CFP, same with CLU. Oh. I mean, these are nice degrees to have, and it says they've put some time and effort in. But folks, it has nothing to do with real life experience. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's just. I mean, again, you you could have a twenty three year old that was an intern for three years that can you know pass a CFP test that's never met with a client in his life and can't give an actual real world experience. So, you know, letters make people feel special as an advisor, like, oh, my gosh, look at all these uh, letters and designations that I have. But at the end of the day, if you see one of those signatures, it's got 100 letters after it. Uh, that's what we call the alphabet soup. Yeah, so wh what you want to do, if you're interviewing an advisor, what you want to do, you could ask whether they have degrees and things like that. Ask them what they're... You know, what's their specialty? What do they really know inside out, upside down? Yeah, what? ask them how many clients, not their firm has, how many clients do they have? And, right? and, and what's the focus of those clients? Yeah. How are many? they generalists? Are, are, are they retirement? Are they young folks uh, getting started and saving? Who are, who are their clients? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's another one there that's kind of interesting. And, uh, and, and the last but not least, then we'll move on here. Is, this is just an example, but... Uh, sir, your portfolio has a very high alpha, and I'm worried about your potential for reverse dollar cost averaging once you have to start your RMDs at age 72 and a half and three quarters and blah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, what, 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 am I, what am I doing here? I'm making something that's, sound really... That's advisor speak for I don't know what else to say, so I'll just confuse you. <laughs> I'm going to make things sound really complicated. I, I'm going to make them sound so complicated that you're going to want to work with me because I understand it and you don't. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, you're, you should, you know, hopefully understand what your advisor is talking about and they should really take the time to break things down and you know, explain them to you or even tell you whether or not something means a lot or doesn't mean a lot. Yeah, and folks, I, I'm going to say this. I hope this doesn't sound harsh, but it's not the advisor's responsibility. It's your responsibility to say to the advisor, hey, I haven't got a clue what you just said. I don't understand a word of it. Could you speak English, please? Yeah, yeah, plain English. Plain English. <laughs> All right, so folks, what's the, uh, the lesson here, the moral of the code speak story? is, you know, work with someone that you really feel is shooting it straight to you. That's going to be a little bit of a, just a feeling you have when you talk to them. That listens. Um, someone that listens to you, someone that takes the time to break things down that are complex or confusing and answer them for you clearly. And somebody that just gives you this feeling of um, just open communication and confidence. I think that's going to be your best bet, right? Yes. Definitely right. Yeah. I got sidetracked there oh, for yeah. a second. I know you did. I'm pulling you back into reality <laughs> Thank you. over here. 
So <laughs> you're staring at the the ducks in the pond over there. No, no, I was just I was <laughs> waving to one of our people that came in. Yeah. So guys, uh, that's the that's the scoop on that. If uh, if you have questions on that or anything, of course, that we've talked about related to to that, uh, give us a call eight four seven four nine nine three 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 zero. Or go to sglfinancial.com, go to contact us, send us your questions. Uh, again, we always answer questions on the show, and we'd love to answer yours if anything there piqued your interest. Love questions. We do, we do. Okay, so moving on to our second part here for today, which is seven th- things you can do after 50 for a healthier brain. Now, I can't, I'm not a doctor here, so I can't take credit for writing this article. Uh, I didn't do the, do the individual health research here. Uh, this was from AARP. Uh, which every now and then they've got some really good articles. I sometimes peruse them for some good talking points for the show. But um, look, guys, obviously when you are getting older, doesn't matter if you're 30 going on 40, 40 going on 50, 50 on 60, whatever. Okay, it's important to keep your brain in tip-top healthy shape. Your brain is arguably, in my opinion, your most valuable tool. Well, it's, it's tough to live without a brain. <laughs> Wait, it is? Well, yeah. <laughs> Although with AI. <laughs> oh, I watched this movie, uh, X, what is it, X Machina? X Machina. That, that is about AI, which I haven't watched in years. Folks, well, if you, it's a cool movie. Anyway, uh, the reason I'm bringing that up is that they created artificial intelligence, uh, mechanical so you're saying we don't need a brain. <laughs> I said eventually. Right now I'll okay. take I'll take mine. <laughs> uh, this is a big deal. This is yeah. and I'll tell you folks, we have clients that we've had for 20 years, 25 years and you know, we pick up changes in our clients because there are natural changes, of, you know, uh, perceptions slow down just with age and memory slows down a little bit with age. Uh, and sometimes uh, it's very uh, uh, you know, it's outstanding. Some people change drastically. Yeah. Uh, and we want to prevent that. This yeah. is why we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and some of these are very simple, and some are going to sound like, oh, yeah, you just hear this all the time. But um, but it's always good to hear these again because sometimes it just – it just as humans, we aren't perfect, and sometimes we just need to hear things, you know, a couple times before we take action on them. So uh, the first one here from AARP, recommendation number one, is uh, make sure you control your blood pressure, okay? And so, you know, your heart health, it says here, your heart and brain health are woven together, uh, not just by lifestyle factors, but genetics, cholesterol, metabolism, and uh, the entire health of your cardiovascular system, okay? And so uh, a a bunch of the rest of the topics in here are going to also, by default, uh, help you control your blood pressure. So number two here (coughs) is uh, getting exercise, now, this is funny, right? Because, like, I know this, right? But guess what I'm not doing right now, if I were really being honest? Be honest. I'm not getting enough exercise. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but... What are you saying? You're not getting enough exercise. Well, but what are you really saying? <laughs> well, How that, would you know that? That's code for... What's, what's that code for? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Come on. You know what it's code for. Come on, spit it out, When man. you say to anybody, hey, I see you're la- lacking on your exercise, what are you really telling them? Are you telling me I've, I'm packing on the pounds? I'm getting puffy. Puffy? <laughs> A little puffy. Now, don't get huffy that huffy, I said I'm now puffy. huffy and puffy? No, you're puffy. <laughs> A little. <laughs> A little bit. Look, <laughs> you're a tall, handsome man. You gained a little weight, man. You got three kids. 
Whoa. That's what happens. I see what we're doing here on the show. We're just throw, throw, throw the other set under hey, the bus day. Joe, can you bail me out here? <laughs> cats, yeah, cats, I'm, I'm cats now out of the I'm bag in trouble. Here. I see. I Folks, understand. I'm in trouble now. Help me out. <laughs> well, anyways, there's a study done that uh, exercise increased the size of the hippocampus, which is the brain region destroyed by Alzheimer's, okay, by 2%. And they say that that's the equivalent of reversing age-related loss by one to two years okay so that was the <laughs> yeah you hear the exercise thing a lot right um but it, it is in fact been proven to help um reduce and push back any potential brain related uh memory loss i, I think exercise is the number one yeah no you you know you all right you don't eat well you don't get enough sleep you know, uh, maybe your blood pressure is a little high. Mm -hmm. But, man, if you get up every day off the couch and you go walking for a half an hour or work out or lift weights or do something regular, boy, that keeps you young and healthy. He sure does, which I need I need to go apparently debuff myself. You're looking a little older, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a little older this Sunday. Sunday, right. All right, next one up here. What do you want for your birthday? Uh, I'd like a, um, um, a private jet, please. Okay. Perfect. Coming over. Excellent. Okay, eat a heart-healthy diet. Everyone hears this, okay? Um, but there's a, uh, okay, more specifically, there's a, a quote here from a doctor. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, who the doctor is, S S Dr. Sabah. We have uh, data that people who would adhere to more of a Mediterranean-style diet uh, are less likely to develop dementia. Okay. Is so, that documented? I, well, according to this ARP yeah, article. That's pretty uh, interesting. Yes. And then in early May, a German team published yet another article on this, and they've got all the links here, which we could send to you if you're ever interested. A Mediterranean diet, which is rich in veggies, fish, and heart-healthy fats, was associated with a larger brain volume and less beta amyloid which is the protein that forms the neuron-killing clumps that are a hallmark of Alzheimer's. You know, I heard this uh, quite some you know years ago because Mediterranean has been around for you. I don't like fish. <laughs> That's my problem. Come on, man. You I mean, once in a while it was okay. I couldn't eat fish every day. A little, uh, little salmon, a little sea bass. A little hamburger, a little pork burger. The French fries. Yeah, you're French more of the American diet. I know that for sure. Because, you know, you know how I know? I know. Because you're, you're looking a little puffy. <laughs> Thank you. No, <laughs> give me a hard time. Thank you. Oh, just kidding, guys. I All right. Um, and then let's see. A landmark study also said that people around the age of 80 who followed this diet for five years had a surprisingly large cognitive advantage over those who didn't. Yep. Okay. So yep. it's not like you eat a piece of fish for a day and you're good. Uh, you got to do this consistently, folks. Uh, and so eat a heart-healthy Mediterranean diet is you really know, our tip number three. You know, when you think about it, Gabriel, 80 is not that old. No. At least when I think about it, 80 is not that old. Um, and, uh, you know, I I don't know about you folks out there, but, you know, when I'm 80, I want to be like uh, 40 and think like 40. And, yeah. and, and because otherwise life's not worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, mo mo I agree with that. Yeah, you want to you want to be in good shape. Otherwise, uh, what's you have all this money, you won't even be able to use it. Uh, okay, manage your weight is number four, and it's another study here. There's research throughout this whole piece, so this isn't just me throwing out standard. Yeah, you know, it's document here. It's documented. Yeah. That's uh, why I like it. In 2020, subjects with obesity were 34 percent more likely to develop dementia than those who were within their normal weight. Mm. 
And the risk for women was even higher, about 40%. And somehow these are linked based on neurons, like all cells, that use glucose for their energy source, but they can't take it up without normal insulin function, which excess body weight um, takes it harder for insulin to move into cells, leading to insulin resistance. Yeah, takes the insulin away, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, while I'm not an expert on this, the long story short is, is you know, these are all things you hear, of course, a lot. But uh, if you're really, you know, I don't know if you have family history or if you're just something you worry about, if you really do want to avoid having some of these challenges later in life with uh, with brain health, these are going to be, you know, key things for you um, as, as well as number five here, which is very important. And I think the most fun thing here is learn new things. Keep your brain active. And, you know, what can you learn? I mean, gosh. Uh, it, gosh, as much as you want to. Well, I'll you tell know? you, I just took up playing the piano. And, and you know, I'm, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> and A couple of years. You know, playing, like playing the piano is uh, very uh, brain function oriented because your fingers have to go to the right key at the right time. Mm-hmm. So it's things like that that, you know, I don't have documentation or anything, but I think things like that are really what keeps you sharp and and uh alive yeah well and here's the quote from the article here <laughs> from the doctor dr daphner um we have beautiful animal work showing that he said beautiful animal work that's his quote not mine showing that mice who live in enriched interesting environments have more neurons in their brain more connections between neurons and a greater ability to resist or compensate for neuronal damage And then there was also, of course, human studies that randomized participants to three kinds of training, cognitive training, memory, speed, and reasoning. And 10 years later, when participants were 82 years old, those who had taken the training still retained their gains compared to the people that hadn't. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting. So, you know, uh, contrary to popular belief, crossword puzzles and Sudoku, which are often suggested as brain exercises, may not, in fact, offer the best training especially if they're too easy and don't require, quote-unquote, mental sweat. Yeah, there is a website that I I can't remember. Joe, do you remember the website that actually does brain training? I did it for a while. It was pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, but those things get boring after a while. Yeah, that's what happened. I got bored. Yeah, and so you got to find something that, you know, a lot of times this can be social activities, you know, things that you're doing with other people that stay active. Um and say social, which obviously social benefits don't, you know, uh, necessarily directly improve your brain health, but uh, it's a big part of all of this in staying healthy. Yeah, we're and so we're There's other studies that just talks beings. about how important being social is for retirement, uh, longevity, for longevity as a whole. Now, Gabriel, this last one I think is top priority. Yeah, yeah. Uh, manage stress. And, and get good sleep. You miss. I miss good sleep. You know why? Because I don't get good sleep. Well, I need to get good sleep because I I actually, believe it or not, I think it might have been only four, five, six months ago where I was complaining about how our kids on the podcast here, my kids would always just come into my, literally every single night, three, four times a night, pop into our bed. They have now, knock on wood, they've officially stopped doing that. And we're getting getting decent nights sleep yeah i get uh, finally no look at that i get up at 3 30 4 o'clock every morning for no reason at all i don't know why a human would ever do that i don't know either (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, beyond, beyond You can me. find me wandering around. <laughs> it, okay, well, that sounds like a we- weird thing to do. <laughs> but, it, it is, yeah. Uh, and then last month, you mentioned managed stress, okay, yeah. and uh, that's very important. Uh, it, all these things are going to also help you manage stress, Yeah. okay? And, so, and the root of most illness, folks, is stress. due to stress. Yeah. It really it wears down the immune system. It wears down everything, all your energy, takes your energy, and that... So, and that one of the things we're proud about is, uh, you know, when we do a financial plan, what we're hoping is that reduces your stress. That's the whole goal. That's of, the whole of goal. Working with an advisor, having a, a guide, having a plan is not being stressed and worried about your money and in reverse being able to spend and enjoy yourself without also worrying, you know, that you're overspending or going to run out or things like that that are very stressful if you worry about them a lot. Right. Yes. 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 All right. Well, well, guys, that's our show. I, we ran out of time, uh, so we're not going to be able to do our last little tid. I had a little tidbit here. I'll save it for next show. I'll surprise you. You'll have to come back. And uh, so in the meantime, um, I'm going to be off celebrating my birthday weekend on the day you've received this email, this mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm going to be off. I think uh, it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend from all accounts, so get yes. out there and enjoy it. Yes. And uh, call, call us, guys, 847-499-3330. Let us know how we can help. Uh, if you need a financial plan, we're here for you. If you have a question, we're if here for you. you. Have, if you want an answer on something with straight speak, no code speak. No code. Uh, we're your guys. Okay, so um, call us. All right. Have a wonderful day, and we will talk to you on the next show. Stay well, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening to Our Two Cents with Steve and Gabriel Lewitt. For any questions about your finances, give SGL a call at 847-499-3330 or visit us on the web at sglfinancial.com. And be sure to subscribe to join us on next week's episode. Investment advisory services are offered through SGL Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance and other financial products are offered separately through individually licensed and appointed agents.